0: Welcome everybody. Third door on the right. We're back. This is episode two and we've got Johnny here and uh, Johnny. Say hello.
1: Hello guys.
0: Oh, that's good. He didn't say welcome this time. Okay, so we're going to kind of kick off a little bit about where we started last time or well, excuse me, where we (laughs) left off last time, you know, talking about Johnny and his women issues. And um we talked about uh second Samuel one twenty six, and so I wanted to put that in a little more context since uh Jonathan thought it was uh thought it was talking about women.:
1: <laughs> Hey, I mean, that's how it stuck out to me, so that's yeah. how I went for it. Well, but, you, know, you know, we
0: don't want to lead anybody to the wrong path, yes. Oh, you're no. right, you're right. Now let's see. Second Samuel one twenty six. <clears throat> so Johnny, who is David in the Bible?
1: Um hold on a second, Zach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> David is a king.
1: Yes, David is a king. Uh wasn't that the first king, uh the son that died?
0: I don't know what you're talking about, but I can tell you this. Um, David was the one who defeated Goliath.
1: Oh, Oh, you're talking about the the slingshot and, like, threw a rock right in his forehead and then he Mm -hmm. fell over, like, sack potatoes.
0: Yep, that's David. And then what did David go on to do?
1: He went on to follow Christ, right?
0: Yeah. And he became a king, and King Saul was the king before him, okay, All right. So let's read the entire context. Let me see here. Because this is a song is what it says on my my Bible. Now I'm reading through New Living Translation. It says David's song for Saul and Jonathan. So to give you a little bit of backstory, Saul and Jonathan just died. And so here's David's song to them. Your pride and joy, O Israel, lies dead on the hills. O oh, how the mighty heroes have fallen. Don't announce the news in Gath. Don't proclaim it in the streets of Ashkelon. Or the daughters of the Philistines will rejoice and the pagans will laugh and triumph. O oh, mountains of Gilbo, let there be no dew or rain upon you, nor fr- fruitful fields producing offerings of grain, for there the shield of the mighty heroes was defiled. The shield of Saul will no longer be anointed with oil. The bow of Jonathan was powerful, and the sword of Saul did its mighty work. They shed the blood for their enemies, and pierced the bodies of mighty heroes. How beloved and gracious were Saul and Jonathan! They were together in life and in death. They were swifter than eagles, stronger than lions. O oh, women of Israel, weep for Saul, for he dressed you in luxurious scarlet clothing, in garments decorated with gold. Oh how the mighty heroes have fallen in battle. Jonathan lies dead on the hills. How I weep for you, my brother Jonathan. Now this is our key verse that Johnny pointed right. out last week. How I weep for you, my brother Jonathan. Oh, how much I loved you, and your love for me was deep, deeper than the love of women. Oh, how the mighty heroes have fallen. Stripped of their weapons, they lie dead. So now reading into that context, Jonathan, does that still say you need to stay away from women?
1: No, it does
0: not, Zach. <laughs> okay. So we always want to study our scripture, yes. especially if you say, this is my key scripture to life. You want to study and know exactly what that scripture is talking about. So now, moving forward, next month, we're going to have to give you some homework, okay? All right. What was David's relationship with Saul and Jonathan? That's what you've got to study this month.
1: Oh, Okay.
0: Okay. Okay, so now we're going to go into a Life Skills Institute advertisement. So this is new for us, but just uh, give us a minute, and then we'll be right back. Okay, so everybody knows somebody who's needing some help, needing, needing something in life that, that can really teach them something, help them get through life a little bit easier. Um, maybe just a, a partner that can tell them whenever they need to know something, something they're struggling with or something. Well, there's a place in Chickasha, Oklahoma called Life Skills Institute. And this is that place. You know, it is a fee-based program, but it's sober environment. It's faith-based. Um, it teaches people how to manage their money teaches them how to make wise choices. There's different things that it can apply to, different people it can apply to, but it has been a tremendous program. Um, And, you know, everybody's got some obstacles that they've got to overcome. So this program could really help with that. Now, it is a nonprofit program. So if you're not one of those people who's needing help, but maybe you're wanting to look for a good program to invest your money in and donate to, This would be a great program to think about. If you're considering making a donation, you can go to www.lsireshouse.org. That is L-S-I-R-E-S-H-O-U-S-E.org. Or you can uh, send a check to P.O. Box 398, Chickasha, Oklahoma 73023. And you can just put Life Skills Institute on the check. Thank you. All right, we're back. So, Johnny, let's get into some conversation a little bit, okay? All right, why don't you Why don't you tell us how <laughs> GED class is going?
1: GED classes is going great. Actually, uh passed uh, by one point in science um, and failed one point in reading. So I was one point away from passing reading, but I passed with one point in science. And that was on the practice test, so... Uh, I know my teacher wants to do more studying with me, and as I go farther deeper into education and all that, I'm gonna learn how to better my knowledge of like math science uh all kinds of stuff so
0: mm-hmm. so are you enjoying going to g d class and your teachers are doing good by teaching you and stuff?
1: yes, uh, my teacher is actually pretty good at what she does um she can explain it to me in the way where I'll just pick it up like like that
0: okay, now here's my question. You can pick it up quick, right. Yes. But can you hold on to it?
1: Good question.
0: So if I just pick random questions that she's been asking me, like that's on this paper right here, are you going to be able to answer them?
1: What's on the paper, Zach?
0: I don't have a paper. I was just trying to throw you off.
1: Oh, okay. Well, it didn't <laughs> work this time. <laughs> I
0: was hoping you'd get a little bit nervous there.
1: I did get a little nervous. My heart was pounding for a second. I was like, what is he about to ask me? <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know
0: you see Johnny and the, the funny thing that happens is me and Johnny we talk a little bit before uh, before these podcasts and you know there's an incident that happened this week and I actually forgot about uh, the incident
1: oh. <laughs>
0: and Jonathan just happened to remind me about it and he specifically said what was your teacher's name
1: miss Angie and he
0: specifically said, I hope Miss Angie does not listen to this podcast.
1: Well, thank you, Zach.
0: <laughs> so Miss Angie, we need to discuss something that happened at GED uh... class this week. So what what was it that happened? Do you we'll just let you tell the story.
1: Okay, well, she doesn't know about this, but I guess I'll lay it out. Um, she will soon. Thank you, Zach. Uh <laughs>
0: You signed up for this, remember?
1: Yes, I know. Um okay, so I went I went to the bathroom on a break and I kind of I needed nicotine to hit. I didn't have no nicotine. My nicotine was uh burnt. So uh My nicotine asked, was
0: burnt. Now be clear on that. What does nicotine is burnt mean?
1: It means like it tastes like straight uh metal. St- tastes like straight metal. Oh, so,
0: you mean the nicotine was empty in your vape? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, continue on.
1: All right. Besides the point, uh I asked somebody to hit their nicotine and uh I end up hitting it. And next thing you know, I'm just feeling loopy. Like, what the heck did I just hit? I know I didn't just hit some drugs or anything. So, I just started like, I started freaking out. Like, my body got so intense and I got like so jittery. So, I look at the person that lets me hit it and I'm like, what is in this? And he's just smiling, laughing at me. I'm just like, okay. So from then there on out, I was, I was like, scared. Like, I was in class, like, thinking to myself, like, what if I just took a hit of, like, some kind of narcotics? So my first thought was immediately come back to LSI and uh, get, get drug tested. That way I'd know if uh, I would pass or not. I mean... <laughs> And the value of the lesson is don't don't hit don't hit nicotine at all from anybody you don't know because next thing you know they're gonna have something laced in that um, I learned my lesson uh, the whole entire class day I did not know exactly could not focus on my math I was more focused on how I'd react or how I was feeling in the head because it was some uh, it, I don't know how to explain it it was it just wasn't normal nicotine to me but at the same time I, I could have just I could have convinced myself that I hit something I passed the drug test so obviously I was I was freaking out for nothing so miss Angeli miss Angie if you hear this please don't kill me at school Mm.
0: yes he passed the drug test but now I will say this was soon after he did that so we may be in line for another drug test soon just to be on the safe side but I really think it was probably his nerves a little bit more than anything like, you know, whenever you do something wrong. Holy and you Spirit. didn't know that you did something wrong until you, after you did it. And then you're like, oh, crap, I just messed up. So, we learned a valuable lesson. Yes. More than what they teach in schools, correct? Correct. Okay. So, now, since we're talking about, you know, uh, your health concerns and your nicotine concerns, concerns, you know, so how is your uh, health goals going?
1: Well, right now, my main concern on health is probably hygiene. That way, when I go places or I show up to class or show up to church, I don't stink. Um, I have a tendency of not wanting to take a shower sometimes and my under armpits smell like onions, so (laughs) just had to get that out there, bro. (laughs) I'm sorry, man. You know, you, you're not, you're not shy. You know, Um, I I mean, I mean, you're honest with us, okay?
0: Everybody's gonna get the the full idea. We're all
1: humans. I mean, there's people who do stuff that they won't even say. Like, I mean, we got to be honest with ourselves. We can't lie to ourselves.
0: Yeah. So, what did you do? What do you do now to keep your armpits from smelling like onions?
1: I take a shower. I put deodorant. Oh. Okay. I brush my teeth. I wash my hair. Um and wash my face before I go to school, have a Mm -hmm. cup of coffee. That way I'm like energetic when I get there and start doing some math Mm. and I hate math, but I do it.
0: Yeah. Math. Some people love math. Some people hate math. Some people are good at math and hate math. Some people completely stink at math and love math. So you just never know. But so continue on. Like we're talking about like, you know, we definitely got the hygiene discussion underway, but, What about going to the YMCA? Um, How's basketball going? How many times have you been beat? And be honest.
1: (laughs) All right. All right. So I have a, I have a friend that's shorter than me. Okay. Uh Oh, and we do not go, we do not go to the YMCA because he doesn't have a membership yet, but I do go to the court by the church across the highway and we'll play basketball. And he's fast for his size. Like, he goes around each of my legs and scores on me. I'm not going to lie. He beat me nine times in nine basketball. Nine yep. times? Yep. He did. Sure did.
0: That's that's intense.
1: It is intense, especially when you're taller than him, and he's over here juking you and get, getting under you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, like it's crazy. Like, so
0: I know there was a girl that was playing basketball with you all for a little bit. How many times has she beat you?
1: Uh... <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> it's
0: not funny, but let's hear the truth, Johnny.
1: Okay, guys. Time to lay out the truth.
0: She beat me. How many times? Three. Three times? How many times have you beat her?
1: Zero. <laughs> Man, so it
0: sounds like you need to be practicing that b-ball, huh?
1: You practice all my uh, shots and how to like run in without them blocking it, so so yeah. how,
0: i got another question for you how many times did you storm off mad when you got beat
1: i actually didn't storm off mad i would just be like come on re-challenge me bro re-challenge <laughs> me, bro like, you, you would call her it. bro too yeah i call her bro too i mean hmm. she's a she's a friend so Let's gotta go. treat her like one of the homies <laughs> gotcha. okay kind of like you you're my bro
0: yeah yeah we call each other bro yeah so what could you do to improve your
1: basketball skills? By really focusing on my shot form. I mean, if I can get that shot form down every single time, and just practice memorizing how I shoot it, and every time have confidence that it goes in. And honestly, I believe I could pull it off. But as of right now, um, I'm just shooting. I'm just shooting it. Like I'm really not. I'm not really focused on my shot form when I do take a shot.
0: Hmm, okay. Well, that's good to good to hear how you're doing. How many times have you been going to the Y?
1: Haven't went in a while. Man. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, I need to start going to the Y too. I haven't been in a while either.
1: We need to play basketball so I feel good at basketball so I can beat
0: you. <laughs> Dude, you didn't beat me the last three <laughs> times we played.
1: I did beat you one time. I did. You I remember? Did. No, I don't remember. You had jeans on. You had boots. Are (laughs) y'all hearing this? Are y'all hearing this? The only way
0: he could beat me was whenever I had boots and jeans on. I just left church or work. And, (laughs) you know, come on now.
1: You played me in basketball at a inside public gym in jeans and boots. Yeah. That was on you, but I still won. So at least I know I won one. don't get me wrong you are pretty good at basketball yourself
0: how many times have you beat Matt Simpson
1: I am NOT gonna probably beat Matt Simpson until I get professional at playing (laughs) basketball. okay I'm just being honest he's gonna he's gonna like run past me and like I can't even reach his hands when he's up there yeah it's just unless by jumping I actually packed him one time packed him one time and it felt so good I was like I just packed this giant
0: (laughs) what does packed mean
1: Packed as in, like, I smacked the ball out of his hand before he shot up.
0: Oh, yeah. See, like, back where I come from, that's called swatted.
1: Swatted, yeah. Man, I mean, we swatted. There's man. a lot of new slangs nowadays. You gotta, yeah, you gotta that's be why I'm updated. being
0: educated. Yeah.
1: <laughs> kind of like how you didn't know what, uh, what, what was it uh, the day that I said, I'm proud of you because you said something? Uh, it was on, what was it? What was it? I said something to you.
0: Um, I know I oh, are you talking about the conversation um, oh, what was it? What was that term when we were in the vehicle that day?
1: yeah, 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 Oh, yeah. uh,
0: what was that? There was a term, and I was being educated um
1: I know you said it over the phone when you were talking uh, to Miss Gloria, and I heard you say it, and I was like, I'm proud of Zach, like I need him to
0: was it um
1: can not remember what it was
0: it, it was similar to smooth or
1: went. Great. What was that?
0: Um It'll come back. It'll come back to us. Yeah, I'm we'll sure I wrote see. it down in my notes, but there was another word that we wanted to talk about. So Johnny, can you please give us the exact definition of psychophrenic? Yes. Uh
1: psychotic phrenoskinic. <clears throat> <laughs>
0: Well, he, what I believe he meant to say was schizophrenic, but it, it came out psychophrenic and, and we all got a good kick out of that. Um, I've also had other people come to me and <clears throat> what was the, uh, drug you said you were laced with that time? Oh, bombing. it's M it, the actual term is embalming fluid or, okay. M-bombing and you fluid. said bombing fluid. And so I've had a couple of people laugh and say, we had to figure out what he was talking about right there i even I, I mean i was educated on that i didn't know that that was actually a thing and it sure is It's oh, yeah. crazy It can man. make you
1: hallucinate yeah see things that's not there it's yeah. pretty pretty scary
0: yeah man what was the word clutch
1: mm. Mm. yeah
0: it was clutch clutch
1: clutch today
0: yeah i was like what is clutch even yeah, you Gloria had to educate you me on you that You didn't one.
1: know what clutch was, and that's why I say you got to stay updated with the new slang because there's going to be a day where somebody says something, you're not going <laughs> to know what they're talking about.
0: And it's probably good that I don't know what they're talking about. Well, you're from a normal well, generation. but it depends also, on the context. you got to yeah. also
1: know this generation because if you don't, then you won't relate to them. You know what I mean? Because some yeah. people have a different way of relating to people. Yeah, you're right. But um, I only use slang words if I think it's the right time to use them. I won't use them constantly as I'm talking because like, that, that gets annoying.
0: Yeah. Well, um, we're going to go to our next break, which is going to be talking about another podcast that's going to be coming out. And uh, we'll uh, be right back. Thank you. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to let you know about a podcast. That is starting. It's called 1431 podcast and that's referring to Proverbs 1431 which says those who oppress the poor insult their maker but helping the poor honors him. This podcast is going to be put on by Resurrection House and it's going to be really just addressing the the things going on in Chickasha, Oklahoma and the surrounding areas to do with poverty, homeless, different things going on and uh, We'll be having different people come in from around the community to discuss things and how we are addressing them. Please tune in, 1431 Podcast, out March 3rd. Thank you. Why don't you go ahead and enlighten us on what happened on Wednesday night?
1: I got to leave my friend to Christ.
0: And how did that happen? What what were, how did you lead him? How did God allow you to lead him? What was your terms? What, how did you,
1: how did you do it? Something was telling me in my heart. And remember,
0: Johnny, do not say his name.
1: Okay. That was by accident. <coughs> but anyways, uh something was like telling me like my friend needs to get saved. Like I've been watching him lately and he's been focused on the Lord and that makes me happy, but I never actually knew if he was like righteously saved. So I kind of thought in my head, like, Hey, maybe this would be a good opportunity for him to go up there in front of the church and get saved. That way uh, he could be a part of our church family. And I really wanted to see that. That'd Mm -hmm. been awesome. And, where I got the feeling in my heart was from God. It would have had to have been from God because usually I don't just volunteer someone to go get saved. I mean, I really, I really like had that feeling in my heart that hey, your friend needs to get saved. Take him up there. And so I looked at him and I said, you know what, you're gonna get saved tonight. And he, he was at first he was like, he was like, oh uh, okay. And then next thing you know, I'm like, no, you're going. <laughs> so had so he, uh... I motivated him to go get saved. So it felt pretty good.
0: Good. Now, had he had expressed himself to you that he wanted to get saved?
1: Uh, He's been talking about the Lord a lot. Um, I mean, it's showing signs of, like, how he wants to get to know the Lord a lot.
0: But did he say that he knew he wasn't saved?
1: He didn't necessarily say he wasn't saved, but at the same time, I knew that the way that his actions are, I don't think he's fully into Christ as most of us would seem to be, you know? And so even even if he wasn't saved or if he was saved before I just know that something was in my heart to take him up there and I gave that glory to God okay so
0: so um and now I'm just curious I'm just curious to how you, how you did it cuz I've never really actually gone through with you how what's the process how do you do this and so I'm really thankful that God used you and I think how did that make your spirit feel that had to have changed your I mean, I know oh, that, man. I know that you have expressed to me like, man, that that's what you wanted to do that. That was something that God was really putting on your heart. You wanted to lead a friend to Christ. Yes. And so spiritually, how did that affect you?
1: I honestly, it felt so great. Like as soon as like I got up and walked off with them, it felt so amazing. Like, like I just accomplished something that God would want us all to do. And yeah. you know, I get to go to heaven now and tell him that I got to lead somebody to Christ. Yeah. Yeah. got to lead somebody to you. Mm-hmm. And, I and it doesn't stop heart. with that, right? No, no, it doesn't Should, stop with that.
0: Whenever that happens to me, it just makes me want to do it more and more. Yes,
1: yes. So that's the kind of feeling I had. Like, after doing that, I was like, I really want to do it again. Like, that was pretty cool. Like, I felt that in my heart. Like, yeah. it felt great.
0: And you know what? what was cool is that he saw you as somebody that was biblically sound enough to lead him and walk him down that path so that's that's a blessing Jonathan that should be something you should be really thankful for that God's been moving in your life enough that other people see it so that's good
1: it and like like i said like uh i uh, i went through through him with it while we were kneeled down praying and i said do you accept lord jesus christ as your savior and you know that's how i said it i mean god put this in my mind like i didn't i didn't just like say it like I would mm-hmm. have no idea what to say to him through my through my mind if it wasn't for God. Like, God legit put Scripture in my brain. Not mm-hmm. not exactly. I'm not going to say he put Scripture in my brain, because if I say it wrong right now, then that's going to make me look bad. But what I'm saying is, is I, I felt like I did it in the normal, correct way to mm-hmm. get him saved. So I told him, do you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior? Do you know the... The reason he died for you is because he knew that we as humans, we sin, and without him, without his blood, then we would have all went to hell. And so I told him, if you accept the Lord Jesus Christ, your Savior, then ask him into your heart. And he did. And it made me feel great. Like, I might have not said it the scripture, scripturally right way, but at the same time, I knew that it's leading him towards God. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I know that he's going to heaven and not hell.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, your main key to me is you want to make sure that they know who they are and why they need Christ. They also need to know what Christ did for them on the cross and they need to believe in that. And so that sounds like about what you. Went through, so that's great. And it feels
1: good because I know that uh, my pastor, Pastor Steve, he's going to talk to him about it, and Mm -hmm. I know he'll correctly lead him the right way into knowing what it means. Um, So that's also another great feeling that I get to watch my my pastor lead my best friend into Christ. Yeah, that's good.
0: Okay, so now let's get back on track since, you know, we— which that, I mean, that was a really good time and really good, uh, good point to bring up. But so, <clears throat> what I was saying earlier was, I've known you for a while and I've seen different phases in your life, seen different things that you've gone through. And I'll just kind of fill, fill in a little bit. Um, you know, see, whenever you first came here, you're working at Interurban, a local restaurant. Uh, then you went to Cotton Patch after that, correct? Yes. Okay. And then during that that stint, is whenever you kind of um, decided to choose a different path for a little while, and you left us and went and experienced yeah. life, yeah, and, and, and realized that was the the it was, <laughs> it was the, terrible. But whenever he came back, he really had a different um, perspective. He knew that there was more to life than the path he was going. And one thing though has been interesting is he hasn't exactly figured out where that path is. You know, I know he knows Christ. Okay. He knows biblically, but as far as where is God leading him as far as job, as far as career, stuff like that, he's still struggling through that. So I'll kind of fill you in when he first to kind of tossing up for a while, probably even from the first time he was here, he just had a desire to be a rock star, okay? And that was a the first real um, desire, and he, he was destined... Now, he didn't know how to play guitar. He can sing, but um, Amen, I'm not brother. trying to... <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean, but he could use some lessons just on some certain things. He does have a natural ability to sing, but
1: No, I want to say something real fast. I honestly think that I can every day I can better myself. I mean, I'm not good enough yet. That's how what I'm tell That's what I tell myself when I'm singing. Like I'm not good enough yet. Like mm-hmm. I can I can always improve. Kind of like how I'm in the word, I can always get closer to God. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I think of singing, I think of like this didn't sound good. Even though in my, in my heart and my brain, I think it sounds good. I don't think it's good enough. Like I want to keep going and going and going until I'm just there, you know?
0: Yeah. Now, how so, are you doing on your guitar lessons?
1: I don't have any actual like lesson <clears throat> books or anything to actually study off of. So honestly, um, I just try to play by sound, see if I can create noise that nobody's heard, you know? Hmm. You've and,
0: definitely done that a few times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> <That's mean. laughs> You meanie head.
0: But anyway, so we left the rock star stage for a while, and then you're really big into the I'm going to the military. So tell okay. us about that. Time.
1: Okay, so uh, on my heart, I felt like I have nothing else to give. Like uh, at that point in time, I was still I was still kind of like young in the mind because I was like, hey, you know, I can just give it up right now and go to the military, and I'll be straight. You know, after I get out of the military, I have a house, I have a car all that stuff. But at the same time I didn't realize what I was thinking because I was so caught up in wanting to go do something with my life instead of taking time to realize and grasp what I can achieve in my life, you know? Instead of just going throwing it away. And I'm not saying I I, I wanna respect the people who serve for our country because uh, they give our lives for us and it give our lives for this country. And so it really it really means a lot. I I wanted to join the military at first because my, my grandpa told me something about the Navy SEALs, and, you know, I was kind of caught up in that fantasy when I was young. So I always thought to myself, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show them that I can do it. But, you know, as time, got, as time progressed, I got older and realized what we're fighting for now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're not fighting for... For freedom we're not fighting for freedom anymore we're fighting for oil we're fighting for materialistic things which God would not want us to do you're right yeah
0: now <clears throat> so you went through that military phase but I want to tell you all something about Jonathan that I do that I do respect whenever he goes he goes all in so we're talking you know we mentioned the YMCA earlier we're talking the boy Everything that he did was, I'm going to the Y, I'm getting in shape, I'm going to get buff, I'm going to do this, I'm ready to rock. And so, then, now, we want to talk, you know, Kristen and Kristen from 018, we know we want to definitely mention them, I want them to hear this, because, you know, the next phase you went into, kind of, we felt... I'll I'll tell you the in between stages is always I want to be a rock star, okay?
1: I've always wanted to be a rock star. My grandpa wanted to, so, you know, that's that's what made me want to complete the dream for him, you
0: know? So if he's not full force into um, military or a career that has spiked his interest, he's back to rock star, okay? And so the next phase that he went into was graphic and web design correct
1: yes correct
0: so where are you at with that now
1: well right now since i'm focused on my ged and all this i want to be able to get my education first before i can even step foot into that area of graphic design Mm -hmm. but i'm still interested like that's a really cool job like you can sit there and make designs you know Mm -hmm. and i really find it creative and i love creative work creative work is I, i would live for creative work it's awesome yeah
0: well, they and they do a really good job right now. They're currently working on our uh, new logo for our work readiness program, and they've sent us some w- different designs. I mean, I, they do incredible work. They're, they're faith based. I mean, it's it's wonderful because they they're a big part of Life Church here in Chickasha, and um, it's always a blessing to see them and trying to help us and work with you and doing the different things. But I know that. That was something that really, and I was like, okay, you know, here we go, you know, military that would have worked, but it just, if you know, Johnny, you know, that that's just not Johnny, you know, it's not really his personality. Um, but then whenever graphic and web design, I was like, okay, I think we can, I think we're onto something here. I think we're something that he could actually learn. He could grow in, still serve the Lord. Um, but now we're back into rockstar.
1: Okay, Zach. Um, let, let me explain a little bit more for you. I'm not focused on just rock star. I mean, I, I want to be a rock star, though. I really do. Like, I want to take it there. But as like you said to me and as I've heard from other people, make it a hobby because you're not going to just one day just pick up the guitar or sing one day and then you just automatically the next day you're, you're there. You know, it takes one step at a time. And so... I do have a tendency of listening to non-Christian rock, I'm going to be honest. Uh, something about the vibe, though, out of that music is what gets me motivated to want to do rock. I don't know what it is. I don't know where it's coming from, but I know that it's just something I can feel in my soul. Like, I I'm, I, want to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've always enjoyed singing. When I was, when I was like, maybe young, like I was pretty young. I used to sing all the time. My, my nana would look at me and, like, we got a little songbird in here singing. On the couch and I'm over here just singing my heart away but uh, yeah Rockstar is still on my mind like I want to be able to complete that and graphic designing that that right there is awesome like I would love to do that too Mm -hmm. I really looked up to I really look up to 018 I look up to Kristen's and I look up to to uh, Reagan he's really good at what he does they're professional they're Mm -hmm. all professional over there and after after watching them I, I really got emotional after I left and that's when I came back and told Matt like I don't want to be a bum like after seeing what these guys have accomplished in their lives I cried because um I didn't think I was gonna get anywhere you know like they're sitting here going to work every day for a roof over my head which that's amazing you can do that and it's amazing that you guys give people a chance to come up in the world mm-hmm. but at the same time I was thinking in my head if I ever want a job like this or if I ever want to go big I I need GED. I need education in my life cuz if I don't have education, I'm not going to get far.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so
1: that's what that's what motivated me. Like it that the way I cried, I mean I think that's what let it let it out was I wanted to do something with my life.
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> now let's talk a little bit about work program a little bit. Um you and uh, you and Matt, y'all have a unique relationship. Uh, like y'all are Really, super close, but it's a very brotherly relationship. So, yeah, explain know. that a little bit, and what's your, you know, what's your thoughts on Matt? Matt's our work program director, so
1: <laughs> Matt's very, very awesome. I love him to death. He he shows me things that most people wouldn't pour into me as much as they do now. But, you know, Matt is a brother to me. I, I feel the love connection between me and him as brothers. And, you know, he's, he's, put, we went through a lot together at first. We were both in the res at first and, you know, we both came up. Like, we're both, we're both still friends, really good friends. I met him one time, a long time ago, in an urban, but that's when I was like young and dumb. So, mm-hmm. you know, but, Matt, I just look up to Matt in a way because Matt just reminds me of a brother that i never had. And, you know, when I I stare at Matt, and the reason we get in arguments all the time is because sometimes he'll say something, and I'll look at his face, and I'll just get mad. I just want (laughs) to let you... But, you know, I, I love Matt at the end of the day. Even if we did to yell at each other and stuff, you know, at the end of the day, I still love him. He's still my brother. Like, we have a tendency of getting on each other's nerves we have a tendency of fighting and arguing and not wanting to talk no more for a while <laughs> but then at the end of the night we'll say we're not going to talk to each other for a while but then right at the end of the night me, me and him will come together and like hug we'll, like, we'll 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 make it up i mean there was a day at church where uh where I wanted to go to church to eat Indian tacos and hear the word and be there on time for dinner, get dressed, have a shower. Matt was like, no, I'm going right now. And you said 5.45, right?
0: No, I said five.
1: You said You said 5.45, and then so Matt said, all right, well, I'm leaving at five, and I said, I still gotta serve dinner. I gotta take a shower, and I got all mad. Like I got seriously mad at him. I was like, "Please wait!" Like he's just over here with his big head. Like no, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) (laughs) With
0: his big head. Hey, don't
1: get me wrong. I got a small brain. He's got a big brain. So we're we're going back and forth at each other, anyways. Let me continue this. (laughs) So we we okay? We're we're over here. We're over here arguing, and then Miss Alicia's like um i'll have bill or bill can serve dinner and you can go to church and i didn't have time to take a shower because he would leave me if i didn't if i got in that shower i know he would have so i went switched shirts i ran back downstairs forgot my phone ran right back upstairs grabbed my phone came down and mark was looking at me and he was like he was like i told you he's not gonna leave you i told him that he wouldn't leave you and i was like i was freaking out because i thought he already took off out of the driveway (laughs) so we get in the thing and um, he takes me to church. I say, I love you. All this after we get in the argument, I say, I love you. And then later that night, after I get done with dinner and we go into the service area, I'm sitting there with the, with the, um, what's the name of it? Ushering, ushering plate. And he comes up to me, right? He comes up to me and says, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't have treated you that way. And then we hugged it out. So, you know, I, like I said, me and Matt are going to fight to the day we die, but we're going to love each other to the end. It's a ride or die situation.
0: <laughs> uh, I think he feels the same same way. I love him. He's um, Now, whenever you got to church, did your armpits smell like onions?
1: My armpits smell like onions right now, Zach.
0: Bro. They do. Why? <laughs> Why didn't you put deodorant on this Uh, morning?
1: Because this is making me sweat. This shirt is hot. You
0: put deodorant on. And when you sweat, your armpits don't smell like onions.
1: Okay. Well, still, like I said... Like I said, hygiene's working on it. (laughs) I'm working on hygiene. I'm so caught up in my brain, like the day's got to get started. I'm thinking about putting.
0: You know, y'all get the real deal when y'all listen to this podcast. He, you never know what's gonna come out of Jonathan's mouth, and then he goes and puts the shirt right on the table where I gotta smell it. (laughs) Listen, Uh, we've learned a lot about Jonathan.
1: Hey, just be thankful you guys can't smell it, okay?
0: Yeah, praise the Lord for y'all. Um, we've learned a lot about Jonathan, uh, definitely from hitting vapes to his armpits smelling like onions to, um, how things are going with his GD. and I'm
1: sorry,
0: Zach. dude. <laughs> anyways, we're going to have what we're going to do now. And this is what we're going to try and do every time is, you know, next month we're going to continue to do a little bit of a Bible study, not a big one, just something to make sure Jonathan's catching on to the word. Um, we'll do his updates on his GD, but, you know, there's, as you can see, there's always circumstances that things happen, different stuff, and so we'll, it's, it's a ride. You never know what we're going to find out of Jonathan, and so keep him in your prayers because he's still on the program. He still makes bad choices like going and hitting somebody's vape that he doesn't know what he's hitting, and, you know, we all want to see him complete this program and do good, but you know, he's got to make the choices that's going to honor that. So anyways, keep him in your prayers, but I'm going to let Johnny close us out in prayer right now. Okay, Johnny, go for it, buddy. All
1: right. Dear heavenly father, I come to you today. Um, Lord, I know I'm a sinner and I don't know it perfect, but I know that your son came on the cross to die for our sins. Lord, I ask that, that you forgive me for, for wanting to hit somebody else's neck. Lord, I, I ask you that that you show me the correct way to walk in your footsteps, Lord. Lord, I also ask that uh, you bless everybody's day today. Um, I love you, Zach. Uh, Lord, I know that you love Zach and put your healing hand over him in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. All righty, we will see y'all. Or actually, you'll hear us next month. God bless y'all. You.